You are listening to The Magnetic Podcast with Milana Saranak, corporate lawyer turned six-figure online entrepreneur. Here, we talk all things soulful sales, launch strategies, mindset hacks, and behind-the-scenes secrets of building a magnetic online business that unlocks a life of freedom you don't need an escape from. Welcome to the show. Right, you guys, this episode was requested, and I mean like highly requested. A couple of episodes back, I asked you guys, what do you really want me to talk about on the podcast? DM me, let me know. And so many of you DM'd being like, tell us what your Instagram strategy is, which I thought was so interesting. Isn't it weird how like the collective have this thing that they want and all you have to do sometimes is ask and seeing multiple responses from different people that clearly, you know, had no idea of each other saying the same thing is so bizarre in a way, but also really cool because it's like, all right, that is my sign, right? That is my sign for what to create for you. And I love it when you DM me and you tell me like, hey, do a podcast episode on this. Whenever I get a DM like that, I always jot it down in my notes folder. And then when I'm sitting down to record, I go back to those notes. I'm like, all right, what do the people want? So here we are. And In this episode, I'm going to break down my 2021 Instagram strategy. So why this is cool is because I feel like for the first time since I've been using Instagram for my business in the last couple of years, I have a strategy, right? Like last year, it was very ad hoc, up and down. I didn't really have a proper strategy for audience growth. I had a sales strategy, but I want to break down my audience growth strategy because I've been focusing a lot on visibility this year and the two go hand in hand, right? If you don't have anyone to sell to, then it's really difficult to make sales. Now, I don't want you to get it twisted or get it wrong because If you know me and you've been listening to this podcast or you've been following me on Instagram, you know that I am a big, 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 big believer in the fact that you do not need a big audience to make sales at all. So this isn't about growing your audience for vanity metrics and it's not about growing your audience because you need it. But there does come a time in your business where it's like, hey, more people is good, right? You do want more people and you don't need more people all the time. But if we can get more eyeballs on you and if we can make you even more visible to your current audience, then awesome, amazing, let's do it. So I want to break down kind of my strategy and what I've been doing and I am no Instagram guru by any means, so this is just what's been working for me and what's really, really given me results in my business. So I just want to share it with you if you just want the behind the scenes of someone that's been figuring it out on their own. So let's just talk about what the purpose of Instagram is anyway, before we dive into the visibility strategies that I'm using that are working. And before we dive into like the specifics, right? 
what is my post frequency, what type of content am I posting, what am I posting, all the things, like I'm going to break them down. I want to start with why Instagram. Instagram is my main marketing platform. Apart from the podcast, Instagram is where it all goes down. In fact, until just a couple of months ago, I didn't even have a website. Actually, like that's kind of a lie because I still don't really have a website. Like I don't have a homepage or a click through website. I do have some standalone pages, but the website just keeps getting pushed back and back and back because what I realized is that I don't need a website right now. A website is actually not that important for my business. And I've made multiple six figures without a website. In case you're wondering, do you really need a website? Absolutely not. And how do I do it? Well, it's through utilizing free marketing channels like social media. I cannot tell you how much potential there is out there in places like Instagram and Facebook and all of these things that are so underutilized a lot of the time by business owners, if they are being utilized or sometimes being utilized wrong in terms of the way that they're going about it, like they're treating it like a social platform and not a business building platform. And you have to walk a tight rope of balance between the two if you want to make it work for your business, aka you have to play by the platform's rules, right? So it's a social platform, so you've got to play by those rules. But at the same time, you have to know how to, within those rules, leverage it for your business. So for me, Instagram is, it's where it all goes down, right? It's where I build my audience, it's where I nurture my audience. And like, yes, I have strategies to get people off Instagram as well, of course, because you don't want to ultimately build your business on someone else's platform, right? You want to own your audience. But at the end of the day, it is a source of free traffic. And like, we are so lucky to live in an age where we can get access to billions, billions of people online for free. Like there has never been a time in history where that was possible. If you wanted that kind of access, you had to go door to door. You had to go to conferences, to places, to meet people, to networking events. And you don't have to do that stuff anymore. You can literally hop on your phone and have access to thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions, billions of people. All right. So let's just dive straight into my Instagram growth strategy for 2021. That's where I want to keep the focus of this episode. I could go into so many different directions and tangents on Instagram, on all the nuances, on all the different ways that you can utilize it, on all the things. But I really just want to kind of give you the audience growth bit. If you are someone that is just wanting to grow their audience and Whenever you are doing this, I recommend you always do it alongside a sales flow to make sure that those leads that you are generating on Instagram, those new eyeballs actually go into your sales machine, right? And that they're not just there clapping you on saying like, you're so inspirational, love it, but aren't converting because that's not the point. And I have so many episodes on sales, right? On how to utilize sales. 
I even actually have a free masterclass that you can watch right now if you go to my show notes on how to really start intentionally turning your audience from just lookers into buyers. So if you want to watch that, click the link in my show notes or make a little note to watch it after you listen to this episode. But for now, you're like, okay, cool. I'm going to do that. I'm hearing you. Like I am all for sales, but I also want to grow my audience. So here it is. Here is a strategy. And let me give you some insight on how it's worked for me, this strategy and the kind of results it's given me. So I think I started my Instagram about two years ago now from zero, like zilch, scratch, nothing. In fact, my initial Instagram name was not even my name. And I had an Instagram name. I don't even know what to call it, right? I was so afraid of showing my face. I was so, so afraid of people discovering me that knew me and judging me and being like, who does she think she is trying to sell on Instagram and start this business and all of these crazy thoughts in the beginning. And so when I created my Instagram in the beginning, it was called the happy life guide. And all I did was post motivational quotes, just like pictures of Pinterest photos that I found with like Buddha and Gandhi quotes and things like that. Right. And looking back, it's so sweet slash sad to me that I didn't have the confidence to put myself out there and to put my face out there. And it took me many, many months before I even showed my face on stories even once. And then many more months until I changed that name to be my real name and many more months after that till I was able to confidently stand in my role as a business owner. And that was all internal work. There was so much internal work that had to be done behind the scenes, but ultimately it was just having to face a fear. Like there is no shortcut, no other way around it other than going through, right? You cannot go around, you have to go through. And so I had to do it afraid. Starting the Instagram, it started from zero. Like I thought that 20 followers or 50 followers was the bomb. I was like, oh my God, this is so good. And I didn't really focus on growing the Instagram. I actually had no idea what I was doing. But when I did transition to be a proper coach and like user for business, I did start to grow my Instagram, but not super rapidly, right? So I think when I did my first 10K month, I had about a thousand-ish followers, maybe a little bit more, maybe 1,500. And when I hit six figures, I only had about 2,000 followers. So I didn't have a lot of followers when I was building my business. In fact, when I had my first $50,000 month, I only had two and a half thousand followers, right? So again, followers don't equal sales. Don't think that you need a lot of followers to make big months, anything like that. But in 2021, as my business was really growing and I had all my sales processes really well established, it was time to focus on growth. And so here are some of the strategies that I implemented because in comparison to last year, I actually became intentional with showing up and with using Instagram for business. And one of the biggest things that has made a difference is jumping on 
Instagram trends that are being pushed by Instagram, right? So let me tell you something about me. I'm a bit of a rebel at heart, right? My star sign is Aquarius. And if you know anything about astrology, you'll know that if you have an Aquarian sun, maybe you're like me, a lot of you guys are, you have a rebel side to you. This side that's like, I'm not going to do what I'm told and I'm going to defy authority and I will not be told what to do. And that's me through and through, right? So my initial reaction to any kind of strategy or you should do this or this is the trend now is to go, no, I don't want to do that. But when it comes to business, that isn't helpful. And so this year I decided to go, okay, Instagram, I'm going to play by your rules. And Instagram has been pushing reels this year. Reels have been the hot thing, the topic, the trending thing. And so I jumped on the reels bandwagon. And let me tell you, this definitely took a little bit of mindset because firstly, I was like, no, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be like dancing in front of the camera, trying to build my business. Like I just want to have systems and processes. But at the same time, I also had to really overcome the idea of like how business should be and like all of these things. I'm like, well, wait, why not? Why can't I do that? Why can't I just be myself and grow my audience? I totally can. Of course I can. And there's nothing wrong with that. And if Instagram is asking you to play by a certain rule, you playing by that rule only helps you. So I jumped on Reels and the second that I started using Reels, my gosh, my audience started to absolutely explode. So early, early in the year when Reels was still actually just getting kind of started, maybe around the like February, March period, I was doing maybe like two reels a week and my audience tripled at that point. So I went from about 2,000 to 6,000 followers pretty fast within a couple of months. And then I took a bit of a break because I got pregnant. My first trimester was like, I am tired. I don't want to do anything. I have no energy. I certainly will not be filming reels. And that was fine. I took a break and then I came back to it. And in that time, Reels had grown a lot in popularity. So there was like now more competition. It was a little bit harder to get noticed and seen, but they are still the big trending thing. Like they're still on the upward curve, right? Reels are still the thing that is like on the upward curve, kind of like when Instagram just introduced stories. This is the thing with Reels right now. And so just very recently in July, I kind of challenged myself to go out of my comfort zone and really start creating intentional and consistent reels. And in July, I did 15 reels. I created 15 reels, which was a lot for me. That was like three to four reels a week. And I didn't just create any reels. I created very, very intentional reels. So reels aimed at my niche, at my ideal client, and at the thing that I was priming, hyping, and selling at the time. And that's when I really saw a massive growth in my audience, another growth surge. And very shortly within a month or in a, in a bit more, my Instagram grew to over 10,000 followers. So very, very quickly. I want you to know that if you're not using Reels, 
it's really time you jump on that trend and use it intentionally for your business. But here are some rules for reels. I actually had a reel go super, super viral near the beginning of the year, like 2.5 million views or something crazy like that, right? So it was extra viral. But at that time, I was just kind of mucking around with reels playing. And that reel that went viral was not intentional for my business. It was not aimed at my ideal client. And in fact, all of the people that it brought in were not targeted ideal clients. And so while it gave me a lot of exposure, a lot of visibility, and it brought new eyeballs, I realized that those people coming in and flooding my account were not the people that I was trying to target. At the end of the day, I'm a business, right? I'm not an influencer. I'm not trying to just influence people. I want to bring in ideal clients for my business, and that didn't help. So when I did the July Reels Challenge, I was really intentional to make sure that every single reel was within my niche and aimed at my ideal client so that the people that were being introduced into my world and coming to my account were ideal clients. And that was the case. And that really like is something I want you to pay attention to if you jump on the reels bandwagon. And like, yes, of course you can do fun reels. You can have fun and play with them. But at the end of the day, realize that If you kind of veer out of your niche and you do random reels, you're going to attract random people and that's not going to help your business because they're not the right leads. They're not going to convert no matter what you do, right? No matter how good your sales process is, they're not going to convert in the end. So I want to give you some cool reels tips because I just had a little look on my phone and I added up all of the views on my reels and I've realized that I have over 5 million views for my reels, which is insane, like totally crazy. And I get asked a lot by my clients for reels tips and kind of what to do for reels. And while that could be an entire training, an entire episode in itself, I do want to give you some mini tips and tricks to kind of get you started. The first thing is to really create reels. And apart from obviously like doing reels that are aimed at your ideal client within your niche, find reels that are trending, right? Find trending music and trending types of reels. And you can do this easily by just going to the reels tab inside Instagram and just scrolling for like 15 minutes and like make sure you set the time of 15 minutes because yes, I know this can get out of hand and just see what's trending. You're going to notice patterns. You're going to notice songs coming up over and over again. And that is what I do. I save those songs. I see what types of reels are being created. I get a lot of reels popping up on like motherhood and things like that, which is really cool because I use them as inspiration for my business, for the reels that I create for the business, right? So you can look at other niches, other types of entrepreneurs, or just even people that are creating other types of reels and think about how you can repurpose for your business. But using trending music and trends, following the kind of trend is what's going to get you the most exposure, the most bang for your buck. It's what's really going to make sure that your reel is pushed out by Instagram and is visible. And especially if you're using the music where people have used it a lot already, that really, really helps. 
Another thing that I found is that the shorter the reel, the better it performs. So like Instagram has actually said that their best performing reels are like seven seconds. So while you can record reels for like 30 seconds, even 60 seconds, I really find that shorter reels are better. And like, how good is that, right? You literally need to just record a seven second clip to get thousands of eyeballs on your content. And another tip is to use transitions. So uh, really you want to grab people's attention and you want to catch their attention with your reels. And so in the first couple of seconds, you want to do something attention grabbing, something unexpected, incorporate some movement or a transition or anything like that to really help grab the attention and keep that attention, which is going to boost you in the algorithm whenever people are watching for longer. So those are some of my reels tips. And I would say that my real strategy is to post about three to four reels a week. And that works super, super well for me. It works super well for my audience. I find that it brings so much exposure. And the other thing about reels, the really cool thing is that they have such a long lifespan compared to other types of content on Instagram that might have like, you know, a story, a 24 hour time span or a post, which might be like 48 hours tops. I see reels pick up like three weeks later. Like sometimes I have a reel with like 1500 views and then in like two weeks, it suddenly starts picking up and on week three, it's like 400,000. And I'm like, what? This is craziness. So don't delete your reels, keep them for a few weeks at the very minimum and see what happens. And after 30 days of doing this, you'll be able to analyze trends and go back and just see what really works for your audience. So the other thing that I have been doing and focusing on more, again, in line with kind of what Instagram is saying is working is carousel posts. So carousel posts are really good because they keep the attention of the person scrolling. And anytime someone is scrolling and their eyeballs stay longer on your content, it signals to Instagram that they're interested. This post is worth reading. Let us boost it in the algorithm for other people to see. So I've been trying to do two to three carousel posts per week. Sometimes it's like one, but that's fine. And the way that I do them is I really take podcast episodes and I repurpose them to carousel posts. So all of my content strategy is always repurposed. Reels are repurposed. I don't come up with new topic ideas, right? I get real ideas and then I plug in the topics based on what I have already been talking about, right? So you want to make your life easy. There is a massive like repurposing scheme within my business, if you want to call it that, but repurposing is absolutely king. And so anytime I'm creating content, I will always go back to what can I repurpose? So reels, carousel posts, and then just regular static posts with very kind of simple backgrounds work really well for shareability. Anytime you have those types of posts, they're going to do really well in terms of being shared because people love to share stuff that says, this speaks something about me, right? So if you have a motivational, inspirational quote, that's not generic, that's not something everyone's said a hundred times, 
you will get a lot of shares on it and more shares obviously equal more visibility. So I try and do a couple of those a week as well. And then on top of all of that, I will just do usually a random behind the scenes post of what's happening in my life or just just something that might just pop up, right? So I'm not super rigid in my strategy. It's not like this must be posted. I don't really schedule anything. I pre-plan it, but I don't schedule stuff. I post on the go and I kind of know what I'm saying most weeks. So that's kind of the strategy. One thing though that I really want to mention when it comes to Instagram is actually two things. The first thing is stories. Stories are still the bomb. They have not gone anywhere and I'm just taking it for granted that you are showing up on stories every day and that you're selling on stories most days because that is the core of my strategy, right? While these kind of reels and carousel posts and static posts are there to bring in eyeballs and visibility, my stories are there to nurture the people coming in. So stories are still a big key part of my day and relationships, building relationships in the DMs, that is the crux of it. If you think about, you know, those diagrams of like the earth, right? Where you have the outer crust and the inner crust, and then you have the molten core. You can think about the outer crust being your visibility strategy, right? It is like the kind of outer shell of like, you got to crack through that. But then once someone cracks through that outer shell, they're going to transition and you want to draw them in like a magnet into that inner shell, right? That inner circle. And that's where you show up in your stories. And then the molten core, the lava, where the like spiciness goes down, where things happen, where the sale is made is the DMs. The DMs is where the nurturing happens on a really, really deep level. That is where I, you know, connect with my audience. That is where I make most of my sales that is the bomb, right? It is such a core part of your strategy. And so it's really important that you don't neglect these things in favor of just audience growth because more eyeballs is cool, but then like what happens when when they come to you? So you really don't want to do this the wrong way around. You don't want to focus on audience growth and then have the sales flow in because what you're going to be doing is you're going to be stuck. You're going to go, well, I don't know what to do with all these new people. And you're going to miss out on huge opportunities. So the first thing you want to do is nail down your sales skills, nail down your sales flow, and then you want to grow the audience. And I really think that is the best way to do it. So that is my Instagram strategy. And I hope it's helpful to you to hear the breakdown and kind of know what it is that I've been doing, what I do. If you have any questions, drop me a DM. I will be there to answer it and get back to you. And if you have other requests for the podcast, definitely let me know. I cannot wait to record some more episodes for you guys. I hope you have a beautiful day and I'll talk to you soon. Just real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, I would so appreciate it if you took a moment to just take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram story at Milana Sarnak. It really helps to get the message out there and it would mean the world to me. 
And until next time, remember, the biggest risk is living a safe life. It is time to play big. Your moment is now.